Welcome back to VQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. We will get to Let's Go or Hell No in just a bit. But first, make sure to log in to your BetMGM accounts for your BetMGM bonus bet on the house. Players will receive a bonus bet upon login to our BetMGM Sportsbook every Friday for the next three weeks. You can claim it any time through Sunday, and then you'll have another 72 hours to use the bonus bet. All eligible players will be awarded a bonus bet of a predetermined value. Bonus bets will be awarded in all live states except New York and Nevada. All right, guys, time for Let's Go or Hell No. And to guide us along on this journey is none other than our fearless leader and the man who is really hoping that uh, we never talk about (laughs) Trying to hold it together. (laughs) It's Paul Oh boy, it's Friday, isn't it? So before we can get off the track, I'm just going to go right into it. Let's go or hell no. A guy that you guys mentioned earlier. What? Uh, Well, (laughs) it was probably once a rookie of the year candidate. Uh, Zay Flowers, worth looking. Is he worth looking at for offensive rookie of the year at 30 to 1? You guys kind of mentioned him earlier, but uh, Peter King. I believe it was last week's Football Morning in America. Uh, called him his most impressive rookie. 22nd overall pick from the Ravens. So let's go or hell no, Zay Flowers. Ed, we'll start with you so these other two don't take us sideways. <laughs> let's go on Zay Flowers. I, again, you know, one of, the, one of the things that I think we agreed upon at the top of the show is this idea of fading quarterbacks for this award. So first off, look at wide receivers, look at running backs. And even though B. John Robinson, you know, he should perform well, I want to look a little further down the board. And if you want to bet on a wide receiver, they should probably be a wide receiver one. Who's the likeliest in this group to be a WR1? It may very well be Zay Flowers. You know, whatever you want to think of what Mark Andrews' role will be uh, with a new offensive coordinator, to me, they want to go more vertical. They, you know, The Ravens want to push the ball down the field. And I think Zay Flowers could have a lot to do with that. So let's go. Let's go. I'm surprised with the buzz that we're hearing, even nationally, like, like you mentioned, Peter King, on Zay Flowers, that we're still hanging with this number of 30. Now, the idea of not going with a quarterback, going with a wide receiver that could get that role where they're, they're viewed as the number one, but not really the number one as long as Mark Andrews is there. That that's really interesting to me. We haven't figured out how we're going to pass a Bijan because he's two to one for some reason. But you know, running backs do get hurt all the time. But it, it feels like the market is, it wants to give it to Bijan. Everybody's in on the Falcon, so we got to add Michael Bella to that list, guys. He's on the Falcons too, apparently. Jeez, I'm really am I going to be the only one missing out? Um, but. What are you rubbing your hands for? Like you're the bird man. Because I remember (laughs) I'm happy that I I placed an early Falcons bet hoping Lamar would go there. I don't even remember what it was. I got to go back and check. But I'm uh, I'm happy that I think it was, unfortunately. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm Um, hoping it wasn't Super Bowl, but I'll have to go back and look. I want to say that it was. Be wearing a Falcons uniform. Anze Flowers. There is a back-to-back week here. You got a Thursday night football, then Sunday night football, and then in the last month of the season, there's another Sunday night. Then there's a Monday night. There's a lot of opportunities in the second half where where the the, the football fans just go nuts for Zay Flowers, and maybe he takes over. So hell yeah, 
Hell, hell yes. Save flowers. Let's, Let's go. go. I mixed it up. Let's I know. Let's go. I hell Friday. yes. Let's go. All of that. <laughs> Heck yeah. Give me all of that on Save Flowers. So how about this? Quarterback Lamar Jackson nicknames Flowers Joystick after a juke pass Pro Bowl middle <laughs> linebacker Roquan Smith. I think Atari. this is going to be exciting. Todd Munkin <laughs> is raving about Flowers as well. So I think this is a great bet. Offensive rookie of the year, 30 to 1. Let's go. If they don't have the pong play, then they're doing it wrong. Yes. <laughs> Man. Did you have Atari? No. You're too, no, you're too, too young. young for that. Child. You're way too young. Yeah. I did have a yeah. joystick for like airplane games, though. That was fun. Airplane games? Like, you know, like fighter games. Like, I think Top Gun was one of them. And then, like, well, on like what this, system? I think it was called like F22 something. A computer. I don't know. It's a computer. Oh, game. okay. It's not the Dreamcast? <laughs> yeah. A computer. <laughs> IBM something or Dell. Yes. I have no idea. Yes. Uh, all right. Another rookie of the year candidate we talked about was Quentin Johnston. Um, but another story, let's go or hell no, related to the Chargers. I guess an anonymous NFL executive. Uh, a couple of these guys were in an article with Matt Lombardo about different topics, but uh, one of the execs said, Brandon Staley is just a really bad coach with a great roster. Uh, if Jerry Jones had Justin Herbert, <laughs> that head coach would have been fired two years ago, guaranteed. Wow. It blows my mind that they don't win, amongst other things. So let's go or hell no. Staley, really bad coach with a great roster. Aaron. Oh, Gosh, that is that is a hot take, but they do how is it wrong? I mean, the roster is amazing. Justin Herbert is really good. They've had some health issues. They just haven't been able to put it all together. Is it all Staley's fault? Probably not. But there's some high expectations here for this Chargers team with with the weapons that they do have. So I'll say a little, not a let's go, but just let's go. Casual. Whew. That is strong. Um, Very strong. You know, there have been a number of injuries. That is part of it with football. Yeah. Uh, t- very talented roster. I can't deny that. So we're halfway home. Uh, I guess we're going to get our official answer in year three here. Uh, but I'm going to say let's go. Yeah, until proven otherwise. Listen, in, in his two years, with, with that quarterback, with those weapons everywhere, they're talented everywhere, they, he should have a better record than 9-8 and eight and 10-7. and seven. And I know it's the toughest division. you got to face Pat Mahomes twice, and I guess you get a little bit of credit for hanging with a lot of great teams over the last couple of years. But you haven't won a playoff game yet with this group, and you should. By now with this group. So we'll see if it happens year three, but I'm, I'm saying let's go. I like that take. I know we don't like digressing on this show, especially on a Friday, but I'll attempt to do that anyway. Who would we consider like in recent memory? Let, let's say like last five, seven years is the worst NFL head coach. Hackett. Maybe like Adam Gase, Hackett. Urban Meyer. Any other names? Ooh, okay. Ooh, ooh, yeah, pick right. me. Urban yeah, Meyer. <laughs> You win. You know, no, Aaron the, wins. The guy, that's it. it the guy before it. him that's was it. really bad, too. Anthony Lynn. Oh, yeah. Uh, for the Chargers? God. No, you're, yeah. yeah. Like, 
Okay, first off, Staley is definitely an improvement from Anthony Lynn. So let's get that mm-hmm. out of the way. Uh, <laughs> Urban Meyer, Adam Gates, Nathaniel Hackett. Like, that is one end of the spectrum. And to be a really bad head coach, you probably have to be on par with them. And he's not. No. So, I, I mean, I feel like we're pointing to things like fourth down decision making and things like that. And that's what makes him a really bad head coach. And to me, that's one aspect of many, many aspects required to being a successful head coach. So, so there's that aspect. The other thing too is, does he really have a talented roster on the defensive side of the ball? I mean, yeah, he's got a Bosa and, you know, he's got a couple of other decent playmakers, but that defense is bereft of a lot of talent and they couldn't stop the run to save their lives last year. So I would push back on the idea that defensively he has everything set in stone. Offensively, he does. But defensively, there are a lot of questions there just in terms of personnel. So those two things alone lead me to say, hell no, you know, leave Brandon Staley alone. I, I think he's doing a, a, at least a <laughs> decent job. By the way, like had, yeah. had that week 18 game uh, in 2021 with yes. the Raiders, that really wacky one. That Entire narrative. Tie, yeah. Would we talk about Staley differently had the Chargers won that game or tied that game and they made the playoffs? Yes. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah, a good yeah. point. Because he was already polarizing with the fourth down decision making and all these old heads in the NFL were railing against right. him. And then he does something like that and he opened the door to like basically give them all uh, a leg to stand on. So, yeah, that was Cannon one fodder. mistake, really. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, but. Uh, High variance team. We'll see what happens this year. Um, all right. One more. OBJ says he would have caught 15 passes for 250 yards if he did not get hurt in the Rams Super Bowl. Um, so let's go or hell no. Let's bring it back to modern times. His season total for this year is 575 and a half. So he's saying he would have gotten almost half of that in a single game in the Super Bowl a few years back. Let's go hell no wow. OBJ over or under 575 and a half this year. Uh, let's say over 575 and a half. Let's go hell no Joe. Uh, OBJ, you're going to stay healthy? That's it with all of these season props. If we're going over, I, I like Flowers. I like Bateman. There's this idea that OBJ is definitely going to be the number one target. I don't know. I think there's a there's an opportunity. Well, first off, how often does he stay healthy for the for the uh, length of the season? But as far as target share, where is he? I'm not positive that he's going to be three. Um, I want to see it. People are telling me how they're going to be going through the air with Munkin. I want to see it. Let let's let's see that first before I can say let's go. So I'm a hell no. I'll fade the old receiver. I mean, all he needs is six games of 100 yards or more. I'll say, let's go. Let's go, old man OBJ. He could definitely do that, even if he's not the the, main target. The health is a concern for me, but Aaron, I agree with you that, like, what if it's 50 yards in 12 games? Uh, You know, there are a lot of ways where he has a minimal output and can still hit that number, so – I, I can't see the Ravens uh, bringing him on and not utilizing him at least to a 50-yard-a-game kind of outing. So let's go. OBJ, I believe in you. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, today's MLB card. That's right here on the BetQL Network.